Welcome to episode 18 of the A Free Spirit Life Podcast. Can I just say how awesome you are? Thank you so much for taking the time today to listen to this episode. In today's show, we are diving deeply into five soulful ways that you can start taking better care of yourself right now. And here's why I'm doing this show today. So I just came off of a very long, full weekend, all boys, all activity, lots on my plate, husband out of town. And I, you know, I get in these rhythms. I'm, my boys are at a pretty awesome age. They're 10, seven, and four. They can even shower themselves, you know, so I'm, they're starting to get a lot more independence. However, uh, they still take a lot out of me, right? That's they're just energized and, and it's summertime and they have just tons of energy to burn. And I get in this rhythm and I get, you know, feeling great. And then my energy gets burned and I'm tired and a little edgy. And I found myself after three or four days of this constant activity and no breaks that I was feeling irritable and just kind of feeling tired and, and really started feeling this fatigue that happens not even about my own family and my own stuff, but about what's going on in the world. Do you find yourself in that place? Um, I'm not even someone who listens to the news regularly. I don't like filling up with toxic, overwhelming information. Of course, I want to know facts and I want to know details and I get the information that I need, but I am so fatigued by the state of the world right now. Um, This past weekend, I joined some neighbors and the kids and I went to a rally to support the crazy stuff going on on the border of U.S. and Mexico right now with children being separated from their families. And I'm not going to get into the politics. I'm not even going to get into this story in particular. I'm very passionate about it. And the children, my kids, um, have huge hearts. And it was a really good experience to go there. And if you want to look at my Instagram account, you can go and see photos of our time. And it's a free spirit life on Instagram. But the point is, We do what we can. We take in the information. We can complain about it. We can get overwhelmed by it. We can shut it off for a while. And then we have to find how we want to get involved, how we want to take mindful action. And everything that you're passionate about is going to be different than what I'm passionate about. We all have the things that um, are meaningful to us. But here's the core If we don't take good care of ourselves, if we don't understand when we're getting fatigued, when we have information overload, when we're in a state of outrage and we're draining ourselves in maybe unhealthy ways, we are no good for no one. (laughs) Is Is that a proper sentence? We aren't good for anyone. We don't have the foundation that is coming from a loving heart-filled space. We're just raging. We're just angry. We're just complaining. And yet we're not really 
putting our energy to good, to helping the world become a better place. And so where I feel that my passion lies in particular is inspiring, motivating, and empowering you and myself to take especially good care of our souls, of who we are. Because when we know in our hearts who we truly are, when we are connected to that calling, when we have the courage to follow where it leads us and to carve our own paths and to live from a heart-centered space, that's power. That's wisdom. That's clarity. That is what helps this world heal. And so going back to my initial story of where I was feeling fatigued and burned out and irritated, I realized that I wasn't getting my regular exercise in. I wasn't eating as well as I usually do. I wasn't getting the solitude, the stillness, the quiet that I need to restore. I'm more of an introvert by nature, which means I love being with people. But if I'm on too much and I don't have that downtime to reset, to re-energize, then I'm burned out. So I needed to find some downtime and slow the pace down a little bit and fill up, fill up from the inside. And that's what today's show is about, is sharing five soulful ways that you can take better care of yourself starting today so that when you're feeling burned out, when you're feeling fatigued by the nature and the state of the world or by your own family or by all those plates that you're spinning and holding and you know and you believe and you think that if you stop, if you sit down, if you go and have a moment of play, of relaxation, that one of those plates is going to drop and your whole life is going to become come crashing down. That's what I hear from so many women that I work with that email me, that listen to this show. We're all holding up too much. Here's what we're, we're doing. We're in a cycle of what I call too much and not enough. We're doing too much. We're committing too much. We're spending too much. We're holding too much. We have too many plates, too many responsibilities. And yet, what do we feel? That's what we think, right? We have too much to do. But what we feel is we're not enough. We're not doing enough. We're not doing it good enough. And so what do we do when we don't feel good enough? We overcompensate. We fill up. We we add another plate. Well, I don't feel connected to my calling. I don't feel happy in my life right now. So I'm going to go and, and, and get a dog. <laughs> I'm going to go and have another baby. I'm going to go and, and get a new job. I'm going to go and buy a new car. I'm going to move my family and buy a bigger house. I'm going to do these things out there and add more to my plate, more to my responsibility to, to, to fill that void that really deep inside, I feel like I'm not enough. And I know that's deep. And I know that speaks to some of you. And for those of you that it speaks to, I can only say it because I know it from experience. 
I know what happens when you feel like you're not enough. And we, we chase our tail to prove in some way that we are. And we end up doing too much. So today's show is about whew, unplugging a little bit, taking some of that energy that's making you feel fatigued about the state of the world and the state of your life and pairing it back a little bit, pulling some of that energy back to you with some soulful self-care practices that will enrich your life. Okay? So before we hop into that information, I just wanted to share something that really fills me up is when I hear from all of you. And here are just a few reviews of the show that I've received. Shout out to Nichelle. She shares much needed insight and an invitation to peace and creativity. I find myself feeling more at peace and with new insight into my own life and struggles with each A Free Spirit Life podcast episode. It's one of my favorite podcasts right now. I encourage you to listen. Thank you so much for that, Nichelle. And Fallon says, as a first-time mama to a beautiful one-month-old baby, I have craved encouragement, understanding, and leadership. I find myself coming back to Shannon's podcasts. I listen, re-listen, and listen again. She has such a way with words. Wherever you are in your life, you need these podcasts. Oh my gosh, thank you so much, Fallon. And I'll read just one more um, from 508 Ad Melon. <laughs> I don't think that's the real name, but that's her post. I definitely enjoy listening to this podcast, inspiring and uplifting content wrapped together in a well thought format that is easy to follow. I like to listen in the morning on my way to work so I can reflect on the message throughout my day. So thank you all for sharing. If you want to leave a review or rate, my show. It would be so wonderful because that's how we can connect to more free spirits. And that's how iTunes shares our shows with podcast listeners. The more reviews you get, the more views of your podcast you get. So go to iTunes and look up a free spirit life and then click on ratings and reviews and you can leave a review and I would be so grateful. So thank you for that. And for those of you who are listening to the show for the first time, I didn't even introduce myself. I'm Shannon. <laughs> I'm a holistic life and spiritual coach. You can go to a freespiritlife.com to learn my services. And also we are opening registration for a summer e-course. If you're listening to this in June 2018, over at the Mindful Mama Movement, I have a co-partner there and we offer this e-course just once or twice a year. We're bringing it back and registration is now open. It's called Making Space, Feeling Peace, Finding You. It's a three-week e-course for moms. You can be a mom in any stage of motherhood. It really is a course about self-care and finding ways to be consistent with it in your life so that you can do all that we're doing so that you can feel happier so that you can feel more joy in your life so you can set down some of those plates and um, feel like you are reconnected to who you truly are to the gifts that you want to share and you'll feel re-energized 
to start cultivating more of what enriches you rather than what depletes you. It's a really great e-course, really great community. And for those details, you can either go to A Free Spirit Life and look for the show notes in episode 18 or go to mindfulmamamovement.com, click on e-course, and you can sign up there. It's only $57, so I don't know what you're waiting for. Just hop on over and sign up today. Let's get to it. Five soulful ways to take good care of yourself starting today. So we hear it all the time. Taking care of yourself is vital to feeling more vibrant, joyful, and happy. But how do you do it when you are so busy taking care of everyone else? Before I get into the five soulful tips, let's talk about what is self-care. You know, I used to hear that word self-care and I kind of got irritated by it. I'm like, really, another thing I have to add to my plate? I'm already so busy. How can I even take care of myself? I didn't know what it really even meant. And so I want to define for you what I think self-care is. To me, self-care is something that reduces stress, that simplifies and brings a sense of ease to your life, that inspires you creatively, that fills up your energy, that enhances and supports your well-being, that replaces judgment with compassion, and that brings you into the present moment. So backing up, replaces judgment with compassion. I think that's huge because we tend to judge ourselves and everyone and every experience we're living or not living or the things we have or don't have all the time. And so a beautiful self-care practice is to surrender, to let go of all that judgy judgment we do and be a little more compassionate. And it starts with being compassionate for ourselves. And so if you can find yourself being a little more loving and kind to yourself, you're going to be less judgmental about what you're doing and who, how you're doing it. And you're going to be less judgmental about everyone else. And already that's going to make you feel better. So self-care is not just what you do, but it's how you think. Changing the way you think about self-care will help you remember how important it is to your health and to your happiness. Notice what you think about your own needs. When you do that, it will put you in better touch with what's going to inspire and enhance your life. Because every one of us has a different idea of what makes us feel good. So that's a good thing to think about. What makes you feel good? What do you enjoy doing? What is self-care to you? We all live busy lives. As women, we tend to be nurturers and we take care of our families, our work, our communities, usually at the risk of putting our needs at the bottom of that list. It doesn't matter if you have a family or not. You probably have a tendency to put everyone's needs above your own. And what happens when you continue doing that over time? Well, what I see is our dreams start to collect dust. The connections to who are who we really truly are gets blurry and confusing. Our health and our well-being begin to suffer. 
our energy and vitality are compromised, even our relationships are compromised. So what do we do? Number one, soulful way to take good care of yourself while you're taking care of others, let go of shoulds. We get so lost in the shoulds. We think, these are those thoughts that we think, we think I should be doing the laundry, I should be making more money, I should say yes to every request. We end up maxing out because we overcommit, we overgive, we overdo it. And we worry, worry, worry about what other people will think rather than doing what truly makes us happy. If you don't think your needs, your passions, your dreams matter, then you truly never will find the time to nurture them. If you think you should take care of everyone's needs above your own, you'll never find time for your own self-care. If you wait for someone else to take care of your needs, it's not going to happen. So focus less on what others think. Let go of pleasing everyone's needs and tap into what truly does fill you up. When's the last time you kicked up your feet and read a book or a magazine just for fun? When's the last time you had a massage? How often do you paint or write or meet friends for dinner or do whatever makes your heart sing. So the first step is to stop being so self-critical. Stop with the shoulds. Stop trying to please everyone because you can't do it anyway. Worry less about what you should be doing and start saying yes to the things that make you happy. You need to stop trying to please everyone else. It starts with pleasing Yourself. And I don't mean don't take care of the people in your life. I mean really get in tune and in touch with what fills you up and make space for it in your life. The step two on how to soulfully take good care of yourself, practice loving yourself. I know that sounds woo-woo and cheesy, but let me explain. So... We all know that we should eat more vegetables, we should drink water, that exercise is good for us, yet most of us experience a lot of resistance when it comes to doing it consistently. Do you really think your needs matter? Where do you put your attention and your energy? Do you feel a sense of kindness, compassion, and love towards yourself? So this goes back to what we think and what we say Explore how you talk to yourself. Are you caught up in mistakes made from the past? Do you beat yourself up or talk badly about yourself? And don't worry because you're not the only one. We all do it. Do you believe in yourself? And do you truly have love for who you are? Don't worry if you don't. Because that is a lifelong lesson for many of us is to learn how to love ourselves again, to be kind and compassionate So for a while, you're going to fake it. You're going to pretend. You're going to act like you love yourself. That's different than just fully loving yourself. I know that seems strange, but really, doesn't that kind of seem freeing? If you could just treat yourself with loving kindness, talk to yourself as you would a young child, you're going to start feeling better, 
from the inside out. You're going to start realizing that, wow, I kind of like this person. Wow, I'm kind of hard on this person. Man, I I really don't talk very nicely to her. No wonder I don't carve out time for self-care because I don't even believe she deserves it. I think she should do this and do that and do this and do that and please everyone else. But what when you start to act like you love yourself, I think you'll start to notice that you make more time for self-care. Okay, step three, how to soulfully take good care of yourself. Make space for solitude and stillness. We live in a world consumed with keeping busy. We're taught that being productive and successful in life means we must make more, do more, buy more, give more, be more. Check off the list. Don't stop because you know what's going to happen. In this fast-paced world, you're going to be left behind. You're going to be called lazy. You're going to be unproductive. You aren't doing enough, right? Self-care is practice in creating new, healthy, and supportive habits. One important healthy habit is creating space in your life for stillness, for relaxation, and for play without, here's the key, without feeling guilty about it. When you know that that stuff supports you and actually makes you feel better, gives you more energy to be helpful and to share your gifts with the world, you're going to make more time for it. I was reading an article the other day about something like, like the five things that all millionaires do, and they all make space for relaxation, play, and doing nothing. And I think that's really important for us to see that even millionaires <laughs> take time to have fun, right? You need to do that to support yourself and to feel better. We're so good at the doing part in our lives and filling up every last minute with activities, responsibilities, and shoulds. But what would happen if you found more of a balance between the doing and the being? What would your life look like if you slowed down and let go of trying to do so much? What would it feel like if you scheduled space for self-care, like sitting in stillness, reading a book, sipping a cup of tea, walking in nature, meditating, practicing yoga, writing in a journal, connecting to your breath, self-reflection, doing something creative for the pure enjoyment of it. Try to schedule, and this is the key, you've got to get it in your calendar, schedule space in your weekly calendar and use that time to play, to relax, to dream, to do nothing. It may feel crazy and even a waste of time at first, but as you let go of the shoulds and you treat yourself with a little more love and kindness, you'll find that the space for relaxation, for play, and for stillness is perfect medicine for your soul. Step four for soulfully taking good care of yourself, embrace imperfection. Let go of the idea that you need to live a perfect life. There is no perfect time to start taking care of yourself, so simply start where you are, right here, right now, today. 
You can connect with your breath for 30 seconds during your lunch break. You can wake up 15 minutes earlier to stretch on your yoga mat. Maybe your self-care for the day is simply drinking a few extra glasses of water. Do things imperfectly for a while and notice how freeing that is. You know all those plates that you're holding up and all the shoulds and all the yeses you're saying and the overcommitting? Really what we're doing is trying to, to do it perfectly. But you know how, how that leaves us, right? Exhausted. Because there is no perfect. You may have to start saying no to extra obligations for a while. You can't be everything to everyone. If you have to leave the dishes in the sink a little longer than you'd like so you can rest and restore your energy, then do it. If you have to ask a friend for help and not be the superwoman you're trying to be, then you must reach out for help. Embrace an imperfect life. And when you do that, you'll start to become more aware of the breath, the space, and the beauty in your life right now. All right. And then tip number five for soulfully taking care of yourself is practice mindfulness. You know, I bring this topic up a lot. Last episode was all about mindful eating, mindful listening. Making self-care a priority in your life is about being mindful. Choosing mindfulness means you're willing to practice accepting your life as it is right now. It means you're willing to practice letting go of how you want your life to be so you can be more focused and excited and energized about where you are in this moment. So you're not, I mean, gosh, how many times do we just fight ourselves because we wish our life would be different? But if you could practice mindfulness, you'll see that you can start to embrace this life, this moment. Put your attention on the here and now. Walk forward mindfully with observation, with curiosity, with kindness, and you'll start to feel a calming effect take over. You'll be more in touch with the inner peace that is always, always within you. You'll start to feel that when you take good care of yourself in a soulful way, your mind feels less agitated and restless, your body feels less tense and rigid, and your spirit feels energized and more alive and free. Free. And that's why we're taking time for self-care. Because you know what? This is the only life you have. This moment is the only moment we all have. Do we want to live it stressed out, holding thousands of spinning plates where the joy is being sucked out of our lives? Or do we want to experience peace, ease, clarity, authenticity, breath, freedom? My hope for you today is that you feel inspired to observe your thoughts, observe your feelings, and to be a little more kind as you carve out self-care. If you're feeling fatigued by the state of the world, if you're feeling fatigued by the state of your life, the state of your home, the state of your family, take a breath. Remember that you're not alone. 
and find the courage to carve your own path by taking good care of yourself. Do what you can today to schedule self-care. And if you're still feeling a little unclear or you want some actual guidance, some practical step-by-step, you can go to my website, click on episode 18, and in the show notes, you'll see a free self-care checklist. Click on that, download that, print it, post it up, and each day, use it as a guide. It has three sections, mind, body, spirit. So it really inspires you to do something each day that supports and enlivens each one of those areas in your life, okay? And then if you still um, want to, you're pumped, you're feeling really inspired and you wanna just feel better, sign up for my course, Making Space, Feeling Peace, Finding You. Sign up today, save your spot, it's $57 and we start July 16th. Share, spread the word, get as many women that you can to join us. Like I said, it's it's focused for moms, this particular course. But even if you've raised your children or you're not really focusing so much on motherhood right now, you can still take the class. And if you're not a mom at all, but you just really want to feel inspired, check out my Live Freely Circle. That's an ongoing monthly membership. And that's for anyone. There has a lot of women in that group that aren't mothers. And we focus on this kind of stuff every month. All right, my friends, have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being here. And I will see you next week. Bye.